Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I decided to sell my vacuum cleaner. It was just gathering dust. What do you call an ostrich in a cornfield? A crop duster. How many ninjas does it take to change a light bulb? Whoa, it's already been changed. If you just read the bio for Dr. Steve, host of Weird Medicine on Sirius XM 103 and made popular by two really comedy shows, Opie and Anthony and Ron and Fez, you would have thought that this guy was was a bit of, uh, you know, a, a clown. Your show was better when you had medical questions. Hey! I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast it with the wave, an ultrasonic echographic and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for all my ailments, the health equivalent of Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease, so I'm paging Dr. Steve. Dr. Steve! No. 
from the world-famous Cardiff Electric Network Studios. It's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. Dr. Stephen, my little pal, Dr. Scott, the traditional Chinese medical practitioner, gives me street cred. Wacko alternative medicine assholes. Hello, Dr. Scott. Hey, Dr. Steve. And my partner in all things, Tacey. Hello, Tacey. Hello. This is a show for people who would never listen to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you have a question you're embarrassed to take to a regular medical provider, if you can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call 347-766-4323. That's 347-POOHEAD. Follow us on Twitter at Weird Medicine or at DRScottWM. Visit our website at drsteve.com for podcasts, medical news, and stuff you can buy. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on this show without talking over with your doctor, nurse practitioner, practical nurse, physician assistant, pharmacist, respiratory therapist, chiropractor, acupuncturist, whatever. So, um, thank you. <laughs> Hello, Dr. Scott. Hello, hey. Casey. Uh, check out stuff.drsteve.com. Stuff, S-T-U-F-F.drsteve.com for all your Amazon shopping needs. And check out uh, Dr. Scott's website. It's simplyherbals.net. Simplyherbals.net. And uh, check out our Cameo, cameo.com slash weirdmedicine. It's cheap. I'm cheaper than Shuley. And I'll say fluid to your mama or secretions to your daddy or whatever you want me to do. And I'll even do Cletus or Myrtle if you so ask. So check that out. I just do it for fun. We're going to be on vacation, so I'll be doing it from the beach some. And that might be somewhat interesting. I don't know. Probably not. Probably still suck. And then uh, patreon.com slash weirdmedicine. Tacey and I do a show there that's uh, a little different. Well, it's a lot different. And uh, over the next couple of weeks on there, I'm going to be posting the first appearance of uh, myself on uh, the Opie and Anthony show and a couple other things, other old gems like that. Well, I had no idea I was even going to be on that show. And uh, uh, they just sort of sprung it on me. So that was kind of fun. And then uh, we're still doing the exam room. We haven't had any celebrities in a while, but I've just been giving them a break. Well, but we're they're just be doing hard that. to pin down. I mean, you know, you say they say they're going to do it, and then you can't. Yeah, we've had a couple of them flake out. Well, wake up in time. Or, yeah, at one in the afternoon. Yeah. We're, we're unimportant, and we get that, but it is fun. We've got a bunch of friends that uh, owe us a favor or two and can give us 15, 30 minutes and ask us medical questions, which they're going to do anyway. So it's kind of a fun thing. Scott, you should come in on one of those. Yeah, I'd like to. Yeah, that'd be fun. All right. Um, Okay. So I did want to throw – somebody on Reddit uh, had a funny thing that, you know, Cardiff Electric, nobody knows who he is. Mm -hmm. And uh, so recently they've been – Cardiff has been taking my voice and putting it on – these different game shows that he does and he modulates my voice the same as his so people are thinking well maybe dr steve is cardiff electric but our voices are different and this guy on (laughs) it's hilarious on uh, the subreddit said nope uh it's not uh dr steve it's dr scott they get they get all hepped up on Dr. Scott's CBD nose spray, and then Steve's paying Scott to do it. And actually, your voice sounds more like Cardiff Electric's than mine does. Hmm. So that one's kind of plausible. Hmm. Uh, all will be revealed September 17th in Rochester oh. when uh, I will be there. 
and Cardiff Electric will be there. And if we're in the same room at the same time, well, it's probably unlikely that it's me. So that's all I'm saying. And if you don't know what we're talking <laughs> about, that's fine, too. It was literally less than one minute of the show. So <laughs> but cool. it, it was funny because he said, well, I was in his chat room and there's only eight people in there and they're probably all boomers. That's pro- that's true. There are quite a few boomers in there. I know Richard Kish is a boomer. I don't know about any of the other folks. I know that um, Amanda Swan is not a boomer. Kim Chickens is not a boomer. I'm assuming Patty is not. But we have our share of boomers. But this is not a video show. We do an audio sh- podcast, but we have this video element for the handful of people that want to hang out with us. And Scott and I have both said it's changed the dynam- dynamic of the show, that we have more energy if we know we're actually talking to somebody. Yes, with great questions and interactions. Yeah, no, yeah. it's great, and they have way fun in there. Fun, and Way more fun. And uh, yeah, if somebody gets laid from meeting somebody in our chat room, I want to know about. There it. you go. I want to know first. About it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, very good. Thank you. And uh, well, let's let's move on to the show. <laughs> All right, very good. Check out Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net. That's simplyherbals.net. Anything going on there? A lot of sinus spray. Yeah, lots of it. Yeah. Pretty pretty hot stuff right now. Have you talked to anybody about maybe changing the delivery, the bottle in the future? <laughs> Not yet. I loved the old bottle that you had. Yeah. I, I don't hate this one, but I love the other one better. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, not a big difference. Just two different suppliers. So when, let me ask you something. So when you have something like this, because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm always thinking about things Itching I'd like to do. about things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm interested in how you bring something like this to market. Uh, do they send you a, a bottle and you get to put your stuff in it and sample it to see how it works, or does it just show up one day and you go, oh, fuck, this wasn't, you know, the same as the last one? So it's, you know, they're, it's, they're all a little bit different, but what we try to do is have consistency. So you buy one and you pick the one you like and then you buy a whole bunch of them. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. you try to get to... They'll sell you as many yeah, as Yeah, they'll want. sell you about as many. But, you know, the problem is, Dr. Steve, is, you know, quite often they'll run out and then you have to come to something similar. Yep. And then you get, you know, that's kind of what happened with this. So. Well, no, I, it's not bad. Yeah. I, I figured that you did it on purpose because you wanted to decrease maybe the delivery because mm-hmm. now you've got more than just peppermint oil and buffered saline in there there's cbd in there and it'll last longer it's spatial so you get more for your money this way i'd like to take credit for being that 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 forward thinking but no (laughs) all right all right well anyway we're having too much fun here um (laughs) you had some uh questions or no well you had some articles a couple articles yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. taste what'd you bring i brought nothing fair enough she brought myself i brought myself which i haven't even been doing lately so i am here that's true even when you were here you weren't bringing yourself but today you were here well there was a reason for that wasn't there someone was here well i don't know i'm sure i was busy so busy i think she was busy being retired and yeah, running down so, to the swimming pool. I feel so to, sorry yeah. for her. Just so busy. Yes, yes. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> such, such a challenge. But, uh, so, she so. sounds like Louis C.K.'s daughter in the first season when she's I'm just going, I'm bored. bored. I'm bored. I'm not bored. Yeah, that's good. If I were retired, I would never be bored. No. 
All right. You, you would be insane. You, you would have 70,000 different projects going at yeah, the same time. Yeah, but I would actually get them, some of them done. I'm not doing anything, but I'm not bored. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Fair enough. That's very good. That and sounds you're... great. That sounds like a problem I'd like to have. <laughs> Rewatching Friends is, oh. listen, if you haven't done it in a while, it's really pretty good. The Golden Girls, I forgot all about the Golden oh, Girls. Oh, my God. Listen, Sicily, you know, 19, whatever. We're gonna the thing I like about it is that since she's doing this when I'm at work, I don't have to watch any of this stuff. <laughs> I can just watch true. Better Call Saul. And, and you can always watch Friends. It's on basically every channel. All day long. All day long. It's amazing. All right. Well, anyway. Um, the <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Scott. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, apparently the guest camera's not working. So. Good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, the, um, all right. So let's get into this monkeypox thing. So I was reading the monkeypox is found to be evolving at a faster rate than expected. Yeah, okay. Oh. So, yeah, let's talk about this for a minute. Yeah, Go ahead. Not, well, it was just saying. You read your thing, and I've got some shit to say about this. Yeah, so they found in Portugal that they think the monkeypox virus is evolving at an even faster rate than expected, and they <laughs> published it, you know, and I don't know so, how. So what do they mean by evolving? That means that the DNA is changing. Yeah, and it's, it's a double-stranded DNA uh, virus. Yeah. Um, so I guess. So it, so what? So what? What is? What are they saying? That they they keep testing it and they're finding different ones are mutated. But yeah. is that changed? Turned into any anything? What are they saying? No, they're not saying it changes anything <laughs> at all. All they're saying that it's changing more rapidly than they thought. But it's not increasing. You know, hospitalizations are increasing. Nothing. Um, nothing. No. So yeah. So there are currently uh, three hundred and six cases in the United States now. When I did this last week, there were two hundred. So it's increased by a third since then. Mm-hmm. But you have these outliers. And so what I did, if if you're interested at all, in learning about <clears throat> how numbers can be used. Go to our Patreon, and I did an analysis using arithmetic means and then geometric means because there's some outliers. There are 63 cases in New York as of the time that we are uh, that we are recording this. There are 66 cases in California, and then like Arizona one, Colorado seven, uh, Georgia seven. There's 27 in Florida. And uh, North Carolina, two. Oregon's got one whole case. So when you look at the total number of patients in the United States that have this right now is 306. Now, I don't know if when they resolve, if they're falling off. This is CDC monkeypox. I don't know if this is cumulative or these are current active cases. So uh, let me see. Total confirmed. Total confirmed. So this is cumulative. So this isn't even how many people actually have it. Right. Because some of the people that had it in the beginning, it's just gone away. So, uh, yeah, 306 divided by 350 million. Eh, not a lot. Yeah, it's, your chances are, what, one in a million? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. one in a million. So those are still pretty good odds. If I gave you those odds, you'd go to uh, Vegas and bet the whole house. Bet the farm. So the fact that it's, these are these clickbait titles. Maybe it means something. If it's mutating in a way that makes it more transmissible or more deadly, that's a problem. If the DNA is just changing, it's just, 
It's just basically fucking around trying to see what, you know, what combinations work for it. Yeah. And they, and they say clearly says here, pass through close bodily contact, open lesions, and through our favorite fluids. Yes. Yeah, so you have Excellent. to have fluids. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone take a drink. Keep your fluids That's to yourself. <laughs> weird medicine. Uh, <laughs> Toast. Now, the weird medicine bingo game yep. is every time we Fluid. say fluids, and that counts, too. You have to take a drink. All right. Cool. So, yeah. And uh, the thing is, and I, I, I don't have my spreadsheet in front of me, but if you take a geometric mean, it will be lower than the arithmetic mean. So what is the geometric mean? I'll give you, uh, I went to, into this in depth in the Patreon, which I'm sure people are like, ooh, I can't wait to sign up for your Patreon to hear, uh, you know, have a math lesson. But it is <laughs> still kind of interesting in that, uh, let's, say, let's say you're doing a survey of hospitals and you want to look at their length of stay. And you're going to reimburse them based on how low their length of stay is. So the lower, the better. And you have this hospital that has this one dude in there that's been there for 600 days. And then you have uh, 20 people who have been there for 11 days. If you do the arithmetic mean for that, it's that person that's been there 600 days is going to really skew that arithmetic mean higher. And the arithmetic means where you just add up all those numbers and divide it by the number of patients that right. you had. Right. And it's it's called, you know, skewing the curve. Or, you know, you always had somebody in your class that had, you know, everybody get a 20 on yeah. the test. And, and get old Steve. And then somebody would get 110. And then they they'd yeah. gra- if they were grading on a curve, okay. it would F everybody up yeah. because the curve was now busted by this outlier. So if you do a geometric uh, length of stay, what you would do is you would take that 600 and multiply it times the next one, you know, 11 times 10 to, you know, all the different days. And then you would take the root of that. So if you had 10 patients, you would take the 10th root of that. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, it corrects for these outliers and you get a number. Oh, for sake, Steve. Okay. Well, that's how you do it with this monkeypox thing. Okay. Is if you do the arithmetic mean, it's going to be higher. It's going to look scarier than if you do the proper test, which is the geometric mean. All right. Right. We'll move on. So monkeypox, not not a big deal right now. Not a big deal. We'll keep an eye on it. Keep your fluids to yourself. And and don't clickbait these. You know, medical journalism is just, and scientific journalism is really, really bad. And they'll, oh, monkeypox is mutating at at an alarming rate. And it's like, okay, so they check it in the DNA on these different loci are just different. Hmm. And that, that, okay. okay. Yeah. Does that translate into anything? That's no. what we want to know. Right. I don't no. give two shits if some drug lowers my cholesterol, if it doesn't in turn decrease my risk of heart attack and stroke. Exactly. And there are drugs like that. There's one out there, and I'm not going to say it because I don't want them sending me a cease and desist. Um, but there's one drug out there that will decrease your cholesterol pretty significantly, but it doesn't translate into decreased heart attacks and strokes. So who cares? Right. Nobody writes it anymore because no. of that. No. So, uh, uh, you know, I always used to tell the reps that would come to see me and they loved me because of these kinds of 
statements that, you know, I don't care if somebody came in here with a drug that would triple my cholesterol but would decrease my risk of heart attack and stroke, I'll write the hell out of it. Sure. Because cholesterol is an intermediate endpoint. The true endpoint is, does it improve this patient's Disease, quality right. of life or does it improve their survival? Yep. You know, that's the thing. All exactly. Right. All right. There's Tacy. Okay. All right, Tacy. This Tacy. This one's specific, <laughs> specifically for you. I should have okay. checked that. Let me, me turn. Let me turn this. Oh, that way we can. No, no, no. Uh-huh. No, no, no. <laughs> we uh, so hair raising research. Are you ready for this? Uh huh. Hair raising research. Salk scientists find surprising link between immune system and hair growth. So scientists have uncovered an unexpected molecular target, common treatment for alopecia. Yes, alopecia, a.k.a. hair loss. Hair loss, yep. And conditions when, but this specific alopecia is when your immune system attacks the hair follicles and causes them to fall out. Well, that sounds like alopecia areata, which Which is. Which is different, right. Oh, that's different? That, no, that's an immune system. Alopecia. No, that's what it is. Yeah, but uh, they didn't put that on here. They just said plain alopecia. But uh, but they're they're talking about the Are immune ta- system attacking. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so they're not saying that in male pattern baldness. No, they are not. The immune. So they're talking about immune mediated alopecia. So you have alopecia areata, which is where you get these punched out. Matter of fact, we have a question about this okay. coming up, yeah. where you have punched out lesions. Uh, they, they're de- described as coin-like. They're almost perfectly circular sometimes. And it'll just be, there's no hair there. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have alopecia totalis, and that's when your whole head becomes uh, loses its hair because of the immune system attacking the follicles. The follicle, and right. then you'll have alopecia universalis, which I understand that the guy that played uh, Victor Zaz in, uh, on that show Gotham, but also played Noko Hank, on uh, Barry. I understand he has that. Hmm. That's a good look on him. You can yeah. also get, um, what do you call those things that I had hair extensions and pull them out and that can cause that's true. big circular Yeah, and that's just because you're holes. yanking your hair that's out. That's just because right? I did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Um, tick. What? Tick de la Rue? Tick telemania? Oh, trichotillomania. Trichotillomania. Yeah. Trichotillomania. I only have that when I have fake hair and pull their hair out. Trichotillomania where they will eat it too? I don't know. Let me double check. I pulled it out. Yeah. I didn't eat it. Let's make that clear. Well, while I'm looking this up, go ahead and go. You just saved it in your back pocket. Actually, I put it in. I did try to save it so they could put it back in and I'd pull it okay, out. Okay, now, okay, so uh, trichotillomania is just a compulsive desire to pull out one's hair. Right. Um, eating, I'm going to put in eating, and that's, oh, okay, that's trichotillomania with trichorizophagia. Ooh. So trichorizophagia or trichorizophagia, that's where you pull out your hair and then you eat it. Eat it. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. Then you get a hairball. Which is called a bezoar, Ooh. and then uh, then you may get a bowel obstruction from that because you can't you can't digest it. But anyway, go ahead. Because then there's so no, no you're fluid. talking about immune mediated alopecia. Uh, uh, yeah. Because what right now, if you have just in a couple of places, we'll do topical anti-immune stuff. It could be topical steroids. There are other medications that we can use. So go Especially ahead. Especially if it's on the head or something. Yeah, go okay. ahead. So the site. So these scientists did not begin and by studying hair loss they were interested in researching the roles of regulatory t cells and um 
glucocorticoid um, hormones in autoimmune dis- disorders. Okay. Um, they first investigated how these immune components functioned in multiple sclerosis, Crohn's, and asthma. God damn this. Oh, no, I know. show. Go ahead. We'll pick things up in a minute, Daisy, I promise. <laughs> Will but, we? <laughs> no, I'm interested in this. <laughs> but what they found was that... Um, that um, that these people that had issues with their um, immune systems that they were attacking. Yeah. The uh, yes. Yeah. They, we established that. Yeah. So now, what are they going to do about it? Well, I'm reading to the bottom. Of it. Let's get to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell me to get to the conclusion part. I only read the prep. first. It's the best show prep in the. I only read the first. The first paragraph. <laughs> well, at least everybody knows the trichotillomania. That's right. The study revealed regulatory T cells and glucoco uh, glucocorticoid hormones are not just immunosuppressants, but also have a regenerative function. Oh, so what are they going to do about it? They can turn uh, it around, in other words? Which, which is what they're trying to do, is isolate those reg- regulatory T-cells uh, and flip, the, flip them, and, and that way it doesn't attack the Now the you found some. So they found a target yeah, yeah. to reverse things like uh, um, alopecia areata, or maybe, in these cases, alopecia universalis or totalis, <laughs> because those you can't just inject your whole body no, with or rub that steroids. Stuff all over them. And uh, so if you can turn the T cells that are killing the follicles and go, hey, stop doing that and maybe promote hair growth, mm-hmm. that would be awesome. You know, I, I've, it's been a, many, many years since seeing that, but, but the, I think the two cases I've ever seen that were, were profoundly stressed out people. Yep. And I think the, the stress levels in, increased their uh, autoimmune disorder. Oh, I'm possibly. sure that's yeah. true. Yeah. Stress is And all man hair or less. Top yeah. to bottom. Stress sucks. Stress sucks. Yeah. I got. Speaking of stress, I have to go get a fucking CT scan on my chest tomorrow. I had, uh, during COVID, you know, I had that horrible cough that lasted six weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my primary care, real nice guy, got a chest X-ray on me. And back then it showed this sort of hazy place. Well, now he calls me. So, oh, yeah, the good news is don't listen physicians don't ever say good news bad news no one wants to hear that shit no he said you know the uh uh the hazy place is completely resolved but now they're seeing some sort of scarring in there and uh so now i got to get a ct scan tomorrow two days before i go on vacation to determine uh whether it's just scarring from the covid19 which is 99 percent. i'm sure that's what it is or is it pulmonary fibrosis from my stupid ozone generator or some genetic thing? So, uh, I, you know, I could either have a really good vacation or a really shitty one. Oh, but I'm, I'm going to have that tomorrow. So anyway, yeah, it's stressing everybody out. Stressing, stressing yeah. Tacey out more than me because uh, without me, Tacey has uh, difficulty, you know, working the Alexa or the, you know, you've got the yeah, TV that's the only re- That's the only reason is <laughs> Alexa. And she'll starve to death because I do all my And I would starve to death. <laughs> so anyway, well, I think it'll be hilarious if it was the no, if it was the, uh, my ozone generator that did it. Yeah. It's, ha, 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 ha. It's, uh, I'll, I'll be laughing about that, but anyway. No, I won't be. But uh, I'm just hoping for, you know, post-COVID scarring. That's that's all it is. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, I think it is. Anyway, I had a rough. I mean, I had a bad case. If it weren't for the for the monoclonal antibodies, it would have been a thousand times worse. And you know, we've had PA or NP Mel B in here. Mm-hmm. She had it and has an autoimmune problem. She's talked about it. Yeah, didn't get the an, the monoclonal antibodies. They didn't even send her to get them until it was too late. When right. she went in, her oxygen was like eighty eight percent. So she ended up here. I am sixty five. And, uh, you know, at risk because of my age and my, uh, you know, my mild to moderate (laughs) blood pressure (laughs) and uh, got it on day two and I was fine. And she actually had an autoimmune disorder, never got the 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 um, monoclonal antibodies and ended up on oxygen for six to eight weeks at work. I mean, she was working with oxygen. Wow. Yeah. So that, well, I was that saying, pissed I me off. Yeah, I didn't see her that, in there. That pissed me off to the point that we, she and I, made a video about monoclonal antibodies to, that we were going to, you know, uh, put out there region wide, just to educate people on, hey, you need to be ordering this stuff because it's available. And then, of course, Omicron happened, and it was um, resistant to all of the old uh, monoclonals that we had been talking about. And then that Sotruvimab, we could hardly ever get it, so mm-hmm. we just said F it, and that video <laughs> never came out. Pain in the ass. No bueno. Yeah, stupid virus. That sucks. All right, what else you got? Anything well, else? Well, I've got I've got one more on a keto diet, and I've also got a, a keto couple, diet. I've also got a couple good questions in the in the chat room as well. Okay, so. yeah. Oh, real you quick. mean in the waiting the waiting room? room. <laughs> Oh, my I'm not booing the waiting room. Goodness. I'm booing the idea that we have a name for it, and it's the waiting room. I said, well, I get one boo, but I don't get any bills. I'm, I, that wasn't, I, that I'm, wasn't I'm, for you. I'm going, I'm going backwards. That's for me naming the ch- YouTube <laughs> chat room the waiting room. <laughs> oh, my word. Okay. <laughs> Like one one more quick story. Sure. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Sci- scientists at Stanford University found that the uh, ketogenic diet um, may help us live longer. And here's how. Mm. Uh, the diet. I'm gonna say this. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I've, now, I'm a fan of the ketogenic diet. I'm three am. sentences in. So so bear. Oh <laughs> my god. Could you the diet, the diet just <laughs> read one of these things before no, you come in? No chance. No chance. Okay. If you send them to me, I could maybe really? read them. Okay. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We'll maybe we'll I'll we'll alternate. We'll make tasty. No, I'm not coming oh, up with the it. articles, but no, 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 I can I'll send them read to you. them. Yep. Stacy can do it. So really quickly. The, Stacy's uh, sending us a bunch of them, and I, I'll send you some of them. Good. I'll good. alternate. Yeah, he always has some good ones. But um, it, it, so what it does is this keto diet makes muscle stem cells better able to handle stress. Um, similar effects have been found with um, a fasting diet. So what they're saying is um, <clears throat> the use of a ketogenic diet or um, intermittent, intermittent fasting. Fa- well, I do yeah. both. Yeah, ha- have been shown. I never eat all day long take and then stressors. I eat ketogenic. Maybe that's diet. why you've been so much nicer and more patient recently. Who? What? Yes, maybe that's... <laughs> Steve? <laughs> so anyway, it, it all boils down to diet, and I don't mean diet as in weight loss, I mean diet as in paying attention yeah, we're, we're, to watch eating, yeah. Well, we truly you know, are what in, we eat. Shit out. That's true. You know, good stuff in, good stuff out, I mean, so, for the most part. I get, it's just, it's no question that we are what we eat, in right. the sense that if, uh, 
you know, our nutrients that we bring in. I mean, you know, I'll get these naturopaths and well, you, you allopaths never talk about diet. And I was, we talk about it all the time that um, eating a proper diet that's got variety in it and has good nutrients. And yeah, you could blow it out your ass every once in a while. Sure and eat a whole cheesecake. I don't have a problem with that. I've always said everything in moderation, including mm-hmm. everything in moderation. In other words, you got to just blow it out your ass sometimes. And I think that that is, uh, uh, it's ridiculous to think otherwise. Now, if there were one diet, sorry, if there were one diet that we we demonstrated works better than any other we would all be on it mm-hmm. now we maybe have shown that with the vegan diet but people don't they just don't want to do that so uh there is some really good data on vegan diet and health but i've also known a bunch of fat vegans too who just <laughs> ate a bunch of pasta and stuff all the time go ahead taste um my provider says if jesus couldn't eat it you shouldn't eat it uh, okay, uh, meaning if, that if he couldn't it wasn't eat church, around, cheeseburgers. Yeah, yeah, if it wasn't around when he was around. Yeah, then. and if you don't want to throw the religious bent, if Fred Flintstone couldn't eat it, you can't eat it. So mm-hmm. that's sort of the paleo idea that uh, our ancestors did not have processed uh, carbohydrates, uh, highly concentrated carbohydrates. Our re- really remote ancestors were hunter-gatherers, so their diet was high in lean protein, and uh, and they'd have some carbs every once in a while if there were berries or if they'd eat the uh, seeds off of uh, grass or something, which was the precursor to flour. Really, wasn't until agriculture happened that we started really eating things that had concentrated carbohydrates in them. And even then, we didn't eat that much. If you look back, and we used to talk about this all the time on the show, if you look back at Images from crowds from the 20s, 30s, 40s, even through the 50s, you don't see nearly as much obesity mm-hmm. as if you look at a crowd now. Right. And I, we've always said correlation cor- and co- is not the same thing as causation. But one of the things that did happen was we radically changed our diet when the USDA decided we need to make this pyramid and the bottom needs to be whole, you know, grains because mm-hmm. they wanted to sell more grains. Right. So they uh, started encouraging people to eat more bread and more grains and, you know, rice and flour products. And then we started eating crackers and cakes and cooking. And now sugar comes into the mix. And then the next thing you know, we're a nation of fatsos. Fatsos. And I include myself in that so I can say that. Me three. Yeah. Mm, All right. Good stuff. Anyway, yeah. So I'm cool with ketogenic diet if it's done right. Yeah, if it's done correctly. That's not just the steak and bacon and mayonnaise and vodka diet and that's what your uncle joe told you (laughs) and he heard that from his buddy you know cletus from the holler or something uh the true ketogenic diet at least the way adkins promoted it was green leafy vegetables with lean animal protein and um there's no way that you can't tell me having a grilled chicken salad for lunch with some you know some vinaigrette on it is in any way unhealthy right. unless they're putting sodium metabisulfite on the the greens to keep them green I, yeah. that pisses then me. you'll shit your pants just go or you'll have abdominal pain yeah. at restaurants just go to the market every morning and yeah. buy fresh greens and make your salads out of that goodness gracious i hear you all right good 
All right, cool. Is that it? That's it. All right, Tacey, you got anything? Nope. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Number one thing, don't take advice from some asshole on the radio. So you got some questions from the waiting room? Yeah, a couple good questions. Okay. Well, I'll be the judge of that. And a judge of a good question is whether I can answer it without having to look something <laughs> up. <laughs> hey, so Kim Chickens wants to know about stem cell injections for knees and delaying total knee replacement surgery. What do doctors think? Well, what do you think about it? I think... I did. I, it's about like everything else for a lot of people it's very beneficial and i can tell you that the um the what the the guys that i work with that do these every single day it all depends on if there's some 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 structural integrity inside the knee that they can work with yeah the younger the person that's right the younger the person the better number one the older the person doesn't mean you won't do as well, but when but what they'll do a lot of times is is not use that person's stem cells. They'll actually get stem cells from a donor. Yeah. Because the older you are, the, the less viable your stem cells are. And then finally, the less viable everything you know, is. Yeah, it's true. And and then finally, what they have shown acupuncture on on the joint, specifically the knee, greatly increases the efficacy of stem cell. What it does? Okay, yeah, bring, it does that study up. Yeah, bring that study up. I'm going to see it. Yeah. Uh, that I I don't. That is a true I actually story. don't doubt it. Yeah. I just want to make sure that we're. 
You think I would lie to no, all no, no, the no, people? No, 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 no. Listen, when I write stuff in the chart, I always put uh, citations yeah. by it so that I bring my receipts. We just need to bring our receipts because that is an interesting finding. Yeah. And if I could see that study. But, okay, so to Kim's question, I found uh, this is from the British Journal of Sports Medicine. It's one of the British medical journals. It's a BMJ journal, so it's not some shitty fly-by-night journal that you, uh, well, anyway, let me leave it at that. It's called autologous stem cell therapy. So this will be autologous stem cells are those that are derived from the patient's own body. In knee osteoarthritis, this is a systematic review of randomized control trials. So I'm going to give them one of these on that because this is a... This is the kind of study where you can get some real information where they take a bunch of smaller studies and do a very, a very systematic review of all the data, mush it together, and then get you know make a conclusion from it. And so they said stem cell therapy is increasingly used for knee osteoarthritis. We aim to review the evidence of autologous mesenchymal stem cell therapy on pain, function, and severity. And so let me tell you about the uh, mesenchymal cells. So what they got uh, therapy divide, derived from bone marrow, fat tissue, or peripheral blood. And after one year, uh, clinical outcome measures improved uh, compared with the controls. And in the uh, stem cell group, patients improved by 1.8 to 4.4 points on the visual analog scale. So that's where you just say, where's your pain on a scale of 1 to 10? Mm-hmm. And uh, with 10 being, I am literally sawing your leg off with a rusty saw in the, you know, on the battlefield and, you know, during the war against this, you know, war between the states. And I can't imagine what that pain must have been like. So that's, but that's a 10. And one is I'm tickling your foot with a feather. So where is it? So they improved by anywhere from two to four points, which is a big deal. That's like from going from a four, a seven to a three. So seven starting to get into severe pain, three being mild pain. Uh, and 18 to 32 points on this knee osteoarthritis outcome score. And that goes from zero to 100. So on a scale of one to 10, that'd be you know two to three points. Uh, four studies showed better disease severity on imaging after this, with, after control at one year. And 10 of the randomized controlled trials out of the 14 were at high risk for bias on all outcomes. So they have to correct for that. But they found a positive effect of autologous um, uh, mesenchymal stem cell therapy compared with controlled treatments on patient-reported outcome measures and disease disease severity. But the certainty of this evidence is low to very low. So they have a positive outcome across the board, but none of these studies were good enough to say, yes, we can say this is with high confidence. Mm-hmm. But still, uh, probably worth doing because all of the studies had a positive outcome. So. Yeah. Um, and we, we need better studies than this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I love uh, how they put this together. This is exactly the right way to do a, a study where you're compiling data from multiple studies. So, yep. And they came up with a a conclusion that's supported by the evidence. Cool. So there you go. So to the answer I would give after just reading that one article is that, yeah, I think that there's something there, and the data is generally positive, but we don't have 
that stunning, perfect, double-blind, placebo-controlled study that says this is what the outcome is. Mm-hmm. Okay? Sure. All right. Good one. Good well, one. What else you got? Thank you. Colin Carnes. Hey, uh, Dr. Steve, do you all have any suggestions for conventional and holistic treatments, um, including lifestyle changes for lupus? For lupus. Yep. Okay. Yep. Go That's ahead. That's a good question. Yeah. So, you know, we see a lot of folks with lupus and certainly the, the side effects of, of lupus. Um, and one of the things we work with, in, uh, in uh, the very first thing we do is is go through stress stressors, and that can be exogenous stressors, lifestyle stressors, and yep. certainly food stressors. Yeah, stress is a yeah. is a real uh, stressor when it comes yeah, to a, lupus for sure. Real, yeah, and and typically we'll work with who, whomever the, the 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 folks primary providers are in case they do need medications when they have flares, like yeah. if they need a steroid or something like that, just yeah. to help kind of suppress the uh the immune response so um the first thing i say any any time we see anybody with lupus is we've got to get the stress under control and one one thing i'll say about dr scott and what they do in his acupuncture suite and i'm sure this is true about everywhere tacy have you ever had treatments from scott yes yes so he talk a little once. bit it about was... about how that went down it was amazing um well i mean you did a tens yeah. unit, yep. right? Tens, yep, needles yeah. and electricity. But talk about that environment and all that stuff. Oh, it was very peaceful. You turned the lights down. Yes. And um, I didn't want it to end. Wafting some music through the air. Yeah, yeah. it was It was really, really nice. A yeah. certain kind of aromatherapy that yeah, might have been it, enhanced. Yeah, so it smells good in there. It sounds <laughs> good in there. It's dark. Yeah. Uh, you just get this intense feeling of relaxation when you're in there and that even if let's just say that the putting of the needles was completely bogus which we have demonstrated on this show if people go back or we can talk about it again that for the right condition it's not bogus right uh and i am an empiricist so i'm talking about data that's in the medical literature Mm -hmm. that uh even if that were bogus Mm -hmm. There's real benefit from that intense relaxation right. that you get, even if it's just for 30 minutes. Agreed. In the environment, yeah. 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 And, and the, the placebo effect is a huge, huge part of what we all do, you know. And I yeah. make it that environment for a reason. I want, and I tell you know, don't rush to get to me. Don't get a speeding ticket. Right, because, right, right. Because then, then they're, they're all wild. When they yeah, get there. it's like, come on, man. And, and uh, Dr. Steve, you know me, I, I, I keep that environment as much for, for my sanity as for my patient's sanity. Sure, too, sure, so. sure. Yeah, I keep it very calm. Well, you don't want your provider to be stressed out either, no, and that is a problem no, in modern terrible. medicine. Terrible, it is. A, it's a huge, you know, and a lot of a lot of the people with that you and I both work. I'm good at hiding RN, it with my RN. patients, but yeah. it is. So when it comes to to your buddies, we all know we we kind of help each other out, and that's yeah. I have a lot of a lot of us that we that we work with every day. <laughs> so that's a big one. Now, yeah. back in the day, we used to use hydroxychloroquine. Ooh, oh, oh, we're gonna get our channel they, taken down don't, again don't because use I any said, other words while you're right. I will not say the, the, the H word. <laughs> don't use anything else. Yeah. So uh, we they use hydroxychloroquine, systemic glucocorticoids, and some conventional immunosuppressive drugs. But now we've sort of moved to biologic agents, and there's this balloon. Uh, uh, oh God, I hate these monoclonal antibody uh, names. as uh, belimumab. Say that five times real fast. No, thanks. 
Belimumab. Belimumab. Your mouth doesn't want to move that way. <laughs> but anyway, uh, and there, you know, there are some new therapies targeting interferon, cytokines, which are the the um, chemicals that are released by white blood cells when they want to kill something. And you don't, when they go after your own body, that's a problem. So we can target those things. We could target the receptors for the cytokines. There's all kinds of intracellular signaling where we can tell them to shut up and leave these cells alone. Uh, there's, you know, shutting down the, the cells that make certain antibodies or certain types of T cells that target only the, uh, the cells that we don't want them to target. So there's a lot of activity in rheumatology these days. And um, your job, if you have lupus, is just to kick the can as far down the road as you can because they are literally coming out with new stuff every day. Every day yep. And I say that to cancer patients, too. I'd say yep. I use those exact words. Just kick the can as far down the road as you can. Go to a rheumatologist to get this treated. And if you have to go to a university center, that's fine. If you're interested in doing a clinical trial, go to clinicaltrials.gov and just look. There's a million studies for lupus right now. Mm -hmm. because they're just, and not just lupus, other rheumatologic diseases as well. So we're going to solve it. We will hit Star Trek level medicine at some point. That may yeah. still be 100 years away. I always said that about Lord, the, I know what the, the I, way things are going now. <laughs> I see, but you remember... Yeah. Uh, when um, when I first talked on this show about the lady that had um, stage four cervical cancer and they took her T cells out and they exposed it to the tumor in a test tube mm -hmm. and then opened uh, treated the tumor with chemicals to open up the proteins and then sent those T cells back into her body and just to see what would happen. Mm -hmm. And she is walking around this world sure. cancer free right now. Right. That was how many years ago? Two, three, four years ago. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. We're like, this is going to be something. Well, I have several patients that are now getting exactly that. It has now been wow. uh, um branded and mm -hmm. and patented mm -hmm. and it's called car t cell therapy and it's chimeric antigen receptor t cell therapy and uh what they do is they get your own t cells to uh, fight your cancer and it's not indicated for every cancer yet but that's coming and uh there are people you can get this now it's not even a clinical trial anymore it's on the market so that's incredible. Uh, if you're interested in those kinds of things, there are still studies going on. So you can go to clinicaltrials.gov, and there are B-cell uh, targeted therapies. There's all kinds of stuff going on. This has triggered a real excitement in um, people who treat and do research on cancer therapies. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is coming to pass a hundred and... God, it's coming to pass 95 years quicker than I thought it would. Right on. You know, so bravo to those guys. That's wonderful. All right. Anything else Yeah, from there? Got yeah. one for Diesel Child. Great question from Diesel Child. Uh, Dr. Okay. Steve, I'm about to have surgery on my hiatal hernia at the end of July. What can I expect for recovery times? I'm a skateboarder, surfer, you know, I walk, I sprint hills every day. So, I, you know, he, he he's obviously a pretty healthy dude. But... um. Talking about a hiatal hernia surgery, a 
Fundoplication. Yeah. I'm assuming you're having a fundoplication yeah. now. They do just do a hiatal, hiatal hernia surgery where they tack down. So well, let's talk about what a hiatal hernia right. is first. Sure. So the um, um, esophagus passes from the upper, you know, the upper uh, pharynx, oropharynx, where you swallow, down to the stomach, right? Mm-hmm. And then, but the diaphragm is in there. The diaphragm's got to be there to prov- to provide downward pressure to expand the lung cavity, so you breathe in. Right. Well, how in the hell does the esophagus hook up to the stomach when you got the diaphragm in the way? Well, obviously, there's a hole in the diaphragm, and we call that the hiatus. And it's not a great design. It'll be one of the things when we're sitting in front of our creator, and if there's a Q and A, you know, I'll ask you, know, why did you design that that way? Because uh, it really caused lots of people a lot of problems. But it is um, uh, a place where it, that area can become loose, and now the esophagus can pull up and actually pull part of the stomach up above the diaphragm. And that's called a hiatal hernia. So a hernia is any time a structure passes through a hole that it's not supposed to pass through. Okay. So inguinal hernia goes through the the uh, groin and passes through those rings. If you have a uh, indirect hernia, uh, you know where the vas deferens supposed to go through. So the intestines aren't supposed to go through there, but when they do, we call it a hernia. And this is also a hernia because now the stomach is blooping up uh, above the um, uh, the hiatus. AKA, therefore, it's a hiatal hernia. So this is a major surgery for, well, it depends on how they're doing it. So if they're going to do a fundoplication, they can do that with, um, um, with a laparoscope now. But if they're going to do uh, the open uh, hiatal hernia repair, that can take 10 to 12 weeks. And normally, you can resume your normal, ac- normal activities before then. And as soon as you're off the opioids, you can drive and do things like that. They just mean don't be doing contact sports. Right. And uh, it, ta- it really takes about 12 weeks for a scar to f- fully heal and be done. And mm-hmm. then that's what you've got. So it takes some time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, anywhere. And, and, and really, again, it depends on the method that they're going to use. All good right. stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. But the, I've, I've thought about getting that Nissen fundoplication. Mm-hmm. And it, basically what they do is they just wrap uh, the stomach around the esophagus and tack it down. And yeah. then it can't move anymore. And it helps to tighten that lower esophageal stri- uh, sphincter mm-hmm. to keep acid and stomach contents from moving way back up into the uh, esophagus again. Help. Tacey had that the other night. Helps with the burning, right? Yeah, mechanical. Yeah, that's terrible. But it doesn't. But it doesn't. But people still have to take PPIs if they have a fundoplication. Not for that one. And I'm I'm thinking, I don't know about that. But what was wrong with you? You got me on that. Now, sometimes if you have a Nissen, you may, you may have to take a liquid diet for three weeks. Yeah, because it can get tight. Yeah. Right. The structures. Yeah. And spasms then, and no exp- carbonated dre- beverages for three weeks because you won't be able to belch and you'll just be farting like a, and have huge abdominal pain but <laughs> talk about when uh when you had mechanical reflux so i mean that happened to me when i was at the beach too you just wake up and the acid is literally in your mouth mm-hmm. yeah it's pooling and it's it's awful. so disgusting and so awful and you just want to throw it up but that 
that doesn't help because it's just the ass. It, well, it gets in your like, lungs too because it's hanging around where your, your trachea is. And, yes. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's terrible. But why do they call that mechanical? GERD instead of just regular GERD. Well, it's you're having mechanical reflux in the sense that it is um, uh, it, it's a mechanical problem. When you lay down, now your stomach and your esophagus are flat, and if that mechanical um, barrier, which is the lower esophageal stricture, it's just a it's a, a ring of muscle at the bottom of the esophagus. If it just opens up. Because you've been drinking no. or, or whatever. I'm just saying, it, not you, of course. Hypothetically. Right. Anybody else? <laughs> you know, you not you. Stop bullshitting. Oh, yeah. Okay. So they, she's talking to you, Tase. Uh, but if you, for whatever reason it opens up, that's a mechanical problem. And uh, all that, because you're supine now, in other words, you're laying down flat, you're horizontal, the, there's no impediment. Gravity isn't holding the fluid in your stomach Terrible. anymore. It just flows right up uh, along the path of re- least resistance. I was going through my friend's cabinets just looking for Pepsid, just because I had nothing yeah. with me. I had a PPI oh, with me, but that wasn't going to do anything. Just remember, first looking for mustard. Some mustard. I'd, well, I, if I could have called you, but it was like four in the morning. No, 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 no. <laughs> she doesn't listen. No. I wasn't even that. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. A shot of mustard would have been, would have been okay. Yeah. I, you know, because I'm sure that would have been easier or to find. Or in the herb, herb cabinet, a little bit of powdered ginger. You can put a little powdered ginger in really? water. Yeah, that'll calm it down some. Really? Oh, yeah. No, thank yes. you. The oh, mustard yeah. would have taken the taste away, Oh, yeah, totally. Too. Yeah. Then it would just taste like a, like a hot dog. Oh, <laughs> Ballpark crank. Awful. Mm-hmm. Those are awful good. All right. You ready for yeah. some questions? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. We got this one. I think this one. Good day, Mr. Steve. Good day. And friends. I got a question for you. Okay. I lost it there at the end. Anyway, my old lady. Oh. He fooled me. Okay, I thought, oh gosh, we've got a listener and it's had a, a problem, an ongoing problem for the last year plus, I'd say, uh, with her hair, her scalp. Uh, I took a she let me take take a quick video. It shows her patchy hair. She's losing a lot of her hair. It was worse. It was. It's kind of going ebbs and flows. There's no real. Redness, irritation, uh, no dandruff, no bugs, something like that. There are some uh, couple. Okay, I want everybody in the uh, in the waiting room to tell us what this is because you know the answer. Centimeter diameter lesions, ooh, 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 sores, or pustules. Uh, Looks like she got shot with a BB gun right in her head. I promise I didn't do it. But shit, it, we can't figure it out. First thought it was maybe a yeast thing, candida, nope, whatever growth. She complained good, about good thought. maybe an oil secretion, like an overactive oil. Uh, she says that her hair feels oily a lot in the glands or her head, her crown chakra, all things that she said. Uh, okay. Since it's like clumping under her skin. Like that. Could it be her crown chakra, um, Mr. Her, her, her crown but, chakra, if it were that clogged up, she would be having some other issues. Okay. Hair can't yeah. burst out? Yeah. It's, it's odd. That's what I thought, too. Yes. I don't know. She had once said that there were a feeling as if there was some sort of subcutaneous worm 
Oh no, no, that's a different that's a different situation. But so it's it's pooling under her hair, under her well, skin. Well, she's like it feeling feels that. Like... I think it's the inflammation from the. Ooh. Did anybody get the answer right? Let me see. Here. Um, well, no, okay, we're so delayed that they're yeah. probably just now answering it. But this is most likely alopecia areata. She's got small areas of patchy, mm-hmm. circular. It looks like a BB gun hit her. Uh, those patches are very small now, but they could get bigger. They could become confluent. She needs to see a dermatologist uh, right now and get that looked at. Now, that wormy feeling, that could be another thing. But if you just feel it and you don't see them, that's probably a sign of inflammation under the skin that may be causing this. I've never heard people complaining about uh, feeling uh, the inflammation when they have alopecia areata, but I wonder if it happens ahead uh, beforehand and then it goes away and then the hair follicles die and then the hair Mm -hmm. falls out. So they may not associate the two things. So she may just be catching this really early, which means that they can treat it pretty quickly. Um, I would be interested in whatever a dermatologist said. Uh, there are other things that it could be, obviously. Now, if you have someone that says, I have little filaments of stuff that I pick out of my skin and they've got these lesions and they're all over the place, anywhere that they can reach, but nowhere where they can't, mm-hmm. that is a thing called Morgellons disease and it is uh, considered a psychiatric disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can treat it with typical things that would decrease itching and one of those is a thing called doxepin and doxepin is also an antidepressant so it's hard to know whether it's decreasing the itching or if it is taking care of an anxiety type syndrome or some or a depressing depression type syndrome you know you can't tease the two things apart so. i really wish they could fix the losing hair thing i hope that what we talked about earlier Ugh. because it just is devastating to mm-hmm. women and I, and I, I mean I know it's hard on men too but man for that to happen to a woman I mean yeah you well, know and you know if you have regular female pattern baldness in a you know male pattern baldness in a woman you know hair loss at the top or it's thinning you can use Rogaine women can use Rogaine you can buy a six month supply from Amazon at stuff.drsteve.com uh, for like 39 bucks and try it and it's, it never hurts to try it yeah. a third of people have an outstanding result a third of people have a satisfactory result and then the other third really just don't get much benefit from it at all but of course check with your healthcare professional okay well before we go I know Tacy wanted to uh, make an announcement um, I am now announcing that um, Love Island UK is now available for everyone to view on Hulu. I got a text. <laughs> and it's going to be just as good this year as oh it has goodness. been in the last year. It is the greatest. And it's not much of a commitment. I mean, there's only like 57, 58 episodes per season. In the UK, they they will play these shows every single night for, what, eight weeks? Something like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's amazing. I learned oh, I learned so many things. I I can recognize an Essex accent now, mm-hmm. which you know everybody just thinks that all the, you know, a British accent is just what. Uh, who is that guy that? Um, not Michael. Well, like Michael Caine. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's the guy that was in uh, Notting Hill? That guy. Come on, Hugh Grant. 
Everyone uh, thinks that the that, that British accent is Hugh Grant. There's a million different accents. And we can kind of pick out the Welsh accent now, too. As certainly mm-hmm. if they say kutch, we know that they're Welsh. Yeah. Because they spell it C-W-T-C-H, which I love that. So um, I, I think that it is a great show. It's way more fun than the American one. They cuss like sailors. They call people the C word. They use the F word liberally. It is so much fun. The guys are hot and the girls are unbelievably hot. They're all tens. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's fun. How funny. Yeah. I've never seen it. You have not ever seen it. No. Well, you don't watch that kind of TV. No, no, <laughs> well, you are I'm, missing out, my friend. As soon as I retire, that's the, the top of my list. Well, it sounds like you retired from this show. Could you talk into yeah, the I'm microphone? Sorry. Thank I was, you. I was, I was no, taking a nap. Hey, I, um, <laughs> <It's fine>. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very retire, hot I'm in like, here, oh, oh, and it's... Oh, God, it's stifling. <laughs> it's four fucking thousand degrees in here. Feels good. <laughs> feels good. If you have oh pulmonary fibrosis, it feels right. good. If you're if you're old and you have thin blood. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Thin skin. All right, did we have anything else from, from there, from um, the uh, chat room? No. Real, um, we did more of those. I, and our next show is going to be a vacation show, and I have like a blue million yeah, voicemails. That's why I wanted to do these. Cause yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, we will not be live. Yeah, real quick. Um, uh, let's see. Someone was asking about taking turmeric, and they're on warfarin. Now, I will tell you, mm, turmeric is also a bit of a blood thinner. Yeah, yeah. So I'd be really cautious. Okay, well we can look that yeah. up. Turmeric, and because he can't take NSAIDs. And which blood thinner though is it? Um, you know, Robot. Oh, geez. You know, is it Zarelto no. or one of those? No, I think. Or it's, is it Warfarin? I think it's Warfarin. Yep. Well, okay. So concurrent use of turmeric uh, containing natural health products with blood thinners may result in prolonged bleeding times and really should be avoided. So I would not take it with that. No. At least without talking it over with your prescriber because. Different blood thinners have different uh, targets, and there may be some where you could take it, but I'm not going to say that there are any. I would avoid it. Agreed. All right, particularly with warfarin. Oh, it is so effing hot in here. It's worse (laughs) than than, than in Nashville this last weekend. I waited 45 minutes in line for hot chicken. For hot chicken. In 100-degree weather. In 100-degree weather to eat it in 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 an un- Air-conditioned environment. Oh no! Now Hetty Bees is air-conditioned. D- the f- for for like twenty seats, oh, yeah. and the <laughs> outside porch is not. Oh, you were outside. Oh, well, there Lord. was no. Oh, Listen, it, I'm telling you. That's too much. God, it's so good though. It was worth it to me. I I ate there with Carl, Vinny, and the cow photographer. Did you have to wait? No. Well, because they already waited, and I just came in, oh, and they had a seat for me, mm-hmm. and. Uh, but that's where I brought uh, Car- or Vinny that T-shirt, and he left it there. And then the next day, um, you know, uh, Vinny was on stage. He said, yeah, I left my T-shirt at the restaurant. And Shuley said, I bet he didn't leave his uh, leftovers there because, you know, <laughs> Vinny's a big fat feller. But anyway, um, that was, yeah, it was fun place, but that was in the evening, too, so it wasn't nearly no, as hot. No, hot. Ble- could you not? Heat. Yeah, and you got to eat it there because you could grub hub it, but it won't be the same. Nashville hot chicken needs to be eaten in the Nashville hot chicken restaurant. Yeah. yeah. 
and so everybody can laugh at you when your face is melting off. Oh. Yeah. Because I take one bite. I, I can eat that stuff, but the first bite, I'll get um, laryngospasm. I'll start, I'll start talking like this, and then the, the tears start flowing. Oh, and the sweat. Like, my ponytail was just dripping. And then I'm fine. Like, I'm all chafed on my thighs from walking around in the from From the heat. hot chicken. And let me tell you, <laughs> Broadway in You're Nashville not supposed to stick it between is a thighs. nightmare. Have you been there? Oh, yeah. We were there not, not long ago. Yeah. I mean, it is yeah. insane. Yeah, you weren't yeah. here when we were talking about going to... Uh, uh, Kid Rock's place, and we went up to the fifth floor where they were playing alt music, and it was so loud. And no, if, and I'm too if old. one person in that place had some virus, we were all going to get it, but nobody did, so it was fine. But it was uh, it was wild. Well, there was a karaoke bar in our um, hotel that was excellent. I would go there every. Didn't they have night. Chuck E. Cheese like? Did, Ch- what was it was the at deal the Graduate that? Hotel. And there were Chuck E. Cheese like um, the Graduate Hotel. Yes, it's based on Mrs. Dolly Parton. Robinson. Are you trying to seduce me? <laughs> no, it's me? based on. I don't understand it, but it's based on Dolly Parton. We had a big picture of Dolly over our bed. <laughs> okay. Cool. It was it was awesome. Anyway, yeah, it was it was great. But it's the hottest place in the whole effing world, except for this room right here. <laughs> I know, but this feels good though. Well, let's get you out of here. Okay. Hey, thanks thanks always. Go to uh, Dr. Scott and Tacey. Appreciate you guys being here, even though it's so uncomfortable in here. (laughs) We can't forget Rob Sprantz, Bob Kelly, Greg Hughes, Anthony Cumia, Jim Norton, Travis Teft, that Gould girl, Kim Chickens, Lewis Johnson, uh, Patty Blue, Paul Ofcharsky, Sean Pedrick, Chowdy1008, Howdy Gooplunk, Eric Nagel, the Port Charlotte Whore, the Saratoga Skank, the Florida Floozy, the St. Pete Barkeep Blower, the Dolly Museum Diddler, the Ballet Bimbo, the girl with the genetic half-sister no one knows about, Percy Dumb, Roland Campos, sister of Chris, Sam Roberts, she who owns pigs and snakes, Pat Duffy, Bill the Cop, Keith the Cop, Dennis Falcone, Matt Kleinschmidt, Dale Dudley, Holly from the Gulf, Christopher Walken's voice double, guitarist Steve Tucci, the great Rob Bartlett, Adam Goldstein, Cowgirl Vic, thank you for your service, Cardiff Electric, Casey the Soil Scientist, Carl of the Talipes Equinoveris Carls, producer Chris. I thought a- we weren't going to add to it. AKA Paducah Chris. Okay. The subreddit news chick, AKA that broad. Crows and the Bukaki Queen. Jenny Jingles, the inimitable. Vincent Paulino, everybody. Eric Zane, Trucker Andy, Tucker and Anita Dixon, uh, Bernie and Sid, Martha from Arkansas's daughter, Ron Bennington, and of course our dear departed friends. GVAC, Barry the Blade, and Todd Hillier, who supported the show, was always gracious and always appreciated. Listen to our Sirius XM show on Faction Talk Channel, Sirius XM Channel 103s, Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern, Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern, on demand, and other times at Jim McClure's pleasure. Many thanks to our listeners whose voicemail and topic ideas make this... Okay. If I have pulmonary fibrosis, I'll only be able to do three lines, so then you'll be happy. (laughs) Go to our website at drsteve.com for schedules, podcasts, and other crap. Until next time, check your stupid nuts for lumps. Quit smoking, get off your asses, and get some exercise. We'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine. Thanks, everybody. See, I can't stop when I get started today. All right. All right. 
Merci. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.